Hello and welcome to Campaign Comrades, your favorite leftist gaming podcast. I'm your host, Ben, and with me as always are my co-hosts. I'm Mikey Deals. What's going on? It's Matt. Yo, 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 it's Andrew. Yeah, gotta gotta plug the deals right away. Yeah, right at the top. In the bill. after this, I will be packaging up and uh shipping off some some cards. So how are you recovering from that that uh like you, you texted us heated that one day that some uh, asshole dinged de- you. Debilitating huh? Yelp review. Yeah. Not debilitating yeah. at all. I got so many more good reviews. It was fine. Excellent. We love to see it. We like to see the deals art continue. Yeah. Forever uh, and ever. Amen. Yeah. Uh, unfor- unfortunately, the, the, you know, the, the deals arc that is, you know, weighing and balancing new video game releases is, you know, one fraught with peril. Uh, viewers and listeners will know to say my recent uh experience with pre-ordering and trying to play the new saints row went poorly <laughs> um there's a small contingency of people now who are like the game's patched it's not that bad uh it's still boring <laughs> it's still boring um they could fix all the all the technical issues and it'd still be a boring game well, um, I, know. I just think it's funny that it's already it's, it's very like funny. hit that that part of the cycle um but uh, Andrew, you're the one to have the, the most recent truly heated gaming moment. And folks, if you want to see it, uh, it's it's on our, our YouTube <laughs> channel under the video title Hooting and Grooting, because the man just, you know, hooting, hooting, yeah, hooting, hooting uh, from his just, you know, absolute frustration with uh, a new game to then just switching to, to Guardians of the Galaxy. At least you didn't pay for it directly because you have the PS Plus subscription, which, you know, you pay for yeah. passively. Oh, game, okay. But, I didn't. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Then no, I feel, I, I, I feel less bad, but, I, I, <laughs> but, but hit him with what, what, what game are we talking about though? Yeah. So we're, we're talking about uh steel rising, you know, uh, robotic, free two hour demo. Yeah. Free two hour demo, robotic French revolution. And yeah, I was, uh, I waited long enough for there to be a demo, not purposefully, but uh, it definitely saved me the $50 they're charging for the game. Because I was Man, when I was watching you play, like the 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 price tag was like a meter in my like HUD. I was just watching <laughs> the money on the side just decrease, <laughs> and like you you would do those like uh, laggy dodge dash things, yeah, and, and like it would just like chunk down like five dollars every time you did that. So bad, it was not the combat was just very disappointing. Hitboxes made no sense. I had watched of that video, Ben, that you sent. I forget who the publisher was, but it was a preview, and they were pretty positive about the combat. And I would, yeah, not be. yeah, I'll look that up. I, well, I know, um, I know, uh, um, so and there was a, there was a couple. Uh, I don't know if I sent you all of them. I know. Yeah, I think um, it was the Game Snacks one. Uh, I know. I know. Stephanie is that ten things one. you need to know before you play the game. It's essentially, yeah. I feel like this one was not necessarily a 10 10. It was it was it was, it was game, game ranks. Yeah, I think it was game it, it was game it. ranks, yeah. And I think it was the, you know, it was just yeah, before you buy the with the you yeah, know, it was game snacks or Doritos and Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was game ranks. Which was yeah, fairly positive and so was uh so was Stephanie Sterling. Um, you know. Yeah. They were pretty positive as well like talking about like, you know, with some particular builds that the combat is was satisfying. Say the uh, VGO podcast had like decent to nice things to say about it. 
Yeah, so, you know, there is always a chance that I just actually suck at video games. And mm-hmm. That's why it was frustrating. So, you know, every day we, you know, say we grow closer to the end and co- grow closer to, you know, uh, being bad at video games. Yeah. Like our, <laughs> our, our, uh... That's that's when you uh, so instead of like moving the animals upstate to a farm, that's when you move to farming simulators. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boy, which, howdy, which, do we have so yeah, many? They, Nintendo's got you covered there. <laughs> uh but oh man uh yeah like our our millennial uh, synapses just ain't firing like they used to baby nope <laughs> nope they are uh but yeah, so, yeah it was uh i i unfortunately didn't catch it live i had to watch the vod of you rage quitting which is always fun to see when <laughs> no matter no matter who does yeah, it. I, I didn't witness the rage quit because <laughs> once you started to get into like the midst of the rage i started playing xenoblade and put you on the side <laughs> <laughs> looked over and all of a sudden guardians of the galaxy was on I was like, oh. Oh, oh that happened okay <laughs> yeah i was like initially i said i got to like the first mini boss and was gonna was gonna try and beat you, him you, and, you said you were determined to kill him yeah. i saw how much damage you were doing when you were hitting him and it was like he's not killing this guy <laughs> yeah no no he he was doing so much more damage and had so much more reach that I, you were I trading probably, hits with a guy who was hitting you for like 80 percent of your health while you were hitting him for like a barely visible decrease in health <laughs> yeah it was it was not a fun time so yeah i did i did the i stuck it out i'm i got to like an hour uh, 15 and spent like probably 15 20 minutes on that boss before before i finally said probably closer to 20 to 25 if i'm going to be honest with you i mean we oh, have the right. we can you, check you, it. you were there for a decent chunk of time yeah so yeah there is video proof again for those interested go check it out i got you YouTube. on tape on our YouTube, yeah. <laughs> clip it guys get get the fans to clip it prove who's right yeah so marvel Guardians of the Galaxy, fun game. This I enjoyed it. it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. You're almost you're almost at the end, right? Yeah, I am. Yeah, he looks like he is. That's that a fun after Adam Warlock. It's definitely yeah, a, fun, I, a fun one. I just completed ooh, that. Ooh, Adam yesterday. Warlock is a is a fun is a fun ad. Yeah. Do you get to control him? No, no. He's just silly. He's <laughs> just silly on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, the the uh, you know current gaming is looking you know you know it's got its hits and misses, uh, but you know we've gotten our our fair our more than our fair share of of looks now at at future games because oh boy we're taking on water folks there are leaks leaks everywhere you mean ac- accidental <laughs> uh, there is uh, that's like our main like our our main story of today is just like how many fucking like leaks we've been getting recently and the, the sheer number and scale of them has been you know pretty ridiculous like the the main one that's on everybody's mind uh is the on september 18th over 90 video clips and stills uh the videos like equaling up to over an hour um were posted think, to a- yeah it was almost two hours yeah the, uh, the longest video i found before yeah. they were all destroyed but yeah, gta 6 gta 6 leaks on popular fan site gta forums um was showing off unfinished assets parts of the world gunplay npc ai um hell uh to tie it back look better than uh 
uh, no matter what the the shitty fans said, you know, fans, Saints quote row. unquote, it looked much better and probably performed better than Saints Row. So I don't know I what the fuck so. they're talking about. Like, yeah. yeah, literally. Like if you, if that didn't outperform Saints Row in technicality, like what, what are you doing? <laughs> The, it was confirmed that uh, some of the stuff that like had just been rumor up to this point, the main one being it has confirmed the dual male female protagonists. Uh, you know your Uh-oh. your your Reddit your your Reddit going, they're going woke yeah. and they're going Bonnie broke. and Clyde baby Bonnie but, and Clyde were woke but the uh, the Reddit sleuths are at it. Uh, Matt was telling us before recording about uh, <laughs> just all all the all the fun uh, wholesome stuff that they're getting up to. Uh, in regards to what has been shown about the female protagonist. We'll leave that to your imagination, folks. But just like the technical bits, though, the leaks were posted by an account called Teapot Uber Hacker, which is the name implied. This is believed to be behind or at least part of the recent Uber, Uber, hack breach, as well. Uber breach. Yeah. Um, but according it's to the... Caught. That's the, the most recent update. But according to Rockstar... Um, they don't believe that this account was like stolen or something, but that apparently it was stuff shared between two hackers known as Teapot, that former, and someone named Lily, who don't believe actually has the assets in their control, but they've been like warning the community like not to engage with them for their own security. Uh, but the first the first wave of you know confirmation of the legitimacy of the hacks came as Take Two, Rockstar's parent company started issuing you know dmca and takedown requests um you know the footage and the clips are all gone from like the youtube and reddit the major you know youtube and uh uh reddit threads. i saw it before it was gone man i've seen it, seen it with my own eyes. eyes i did not watch long enough i like i i like i like put it up and like i scrubbed like through the minutes. two hour video to see what was in there and then it was like i'm not spending two hours watching yeah. developmental footage yeah that's what i did i got bored really fast um I was interested, but like you know, I got bored. But then, then Rockstar fully confirms the hack. Um, they have a statement here, which uh, I think is worth reading, just because it kind of sheds a little bit of light, maybe on what the the potential repercussions of this are going to be. So they posted. Um, we recently started network intrusion in which an unauthorized third party party illegally accessed and downloaded confidential information from our systems, including early developmental footage for the next Grand Theft Auto. At this time, we do not anticipate any disruption to our live game services, nor any long term effect on the development of our ongoing projects, which would you would assume include GTA six. That's like the only project they're actually working on at the moment. Um, yep, because they're not doing Red Dead until say, after GTA. Yeah, they, they've notoriously stopped doing production on anything else, um, which we've covered in previous episodes. Um, the statement continues: We are extremely disappointed to have any details of our next game shared with you all. Uh, shared with you all in this way. Our work on the next GTA game will continue as planned, and we remain as committed as ever to delivering an experience to you, our players, that truly exceeds your expectations. We will update everyone again soon. Of course, we'll. we'll uh, I mean, yeah, if, if the again, I do strong scare quotes fan base has is anything to say like, no, they're they're you're I mean, they're never going to you're never going to uh, we've, we've talked about this in, in other games. You're never going to please anybody. And you should never try to. Yeah. Um, so they say we will update everyone again soon. And of course, we'll probably introduce you to this game when it's ready. We want to thank everyone for their ongoing support. Blah, blah, blah. Um, final little bits. Yeah. Uber has made a statement that the FBI was involved in their hack and. Since it's believed that the same group is involved was involved, the they were considering it that 
they were that the FBI was looking in the GTA hack as well. But we've since learned that they have worked with the it's like a the UK cyber crimes unit or whatever have supposedly. Don't they have like a lot of child porn to be dealing with over there? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, in America, that's the the majority of what the cyber crimes unit is doing is that they're selling the said child pornography. (laughs) Um, Doing the cyber crimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, A 17 year old suspect was just arrested the other day, like the day or two before recording, was arrested in Oxfordshire, bruv. Wait, bruv. believed to be behind these two hacks the that has obviously not been fully confirmed we just know that the this suspect remains in custody my Um, favorite joke that's come out of this has been uh uh, how there's definitely going to be a mission in gta 6 where you like track down and beat the shit out of a hacker (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's there's a game hacker that you got to find and yeah beat the shit out of him you get hired as a fixer by the in-world rock star company incredible stuff imagine being like the guy who's in charge of rockstar's uh cybersecurity and knowing a 17 year old has just owned your ass yeah, he's probably like a 55 year old man who doesn't understand the internet so it's like I, you probably don't need to like be too okay. no, they probably no, have you no. don't need to be too concerned about them anymore because they probably don't have a job yeah. yeah yeah i'm not talking about the executive i'm talking about the Fair. people that still design the gotcha. shit like you see, those people are in their low 40s right now. They've grown up with the internet at the, the right age. So they've been there the whole time, slowly learning it. They're the lore masters you need to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> I, have a, I have a coworker who's played on MUDs. Amazing. I would love to pick his brain. That's like He's, the, a, he's the, one of the most interesting human beings I've ever played met. on MUDs. <laughs> muds uh Uh, we talked about them in one of our lost episodes the the old like uh the old uh mainframe computers um the like did he play like the original dungeon i haven't asked him too much into it but he was he was talking about it uh like tangentially to someone else that that that, what a time man that like that that shit was text based right yeah yes i mean there was no like screen interface or anything for that but like they had like really complex fucking like ai and shit like you had like real like levels of choice they had the full i mean it was called dungeon it was the the you know original uh advanced dungeons and dragons rule set put into this mainframe computer that were like basically kind of networked amongst other mainframes and you had like full adventuring capabilities and stuff and it, like you could input your choices and it would reflect reflect it back to you and you know had like enemy ai and that kind of stuff so it was crazy but yeah it's text-based it would like you know you you'd input the commands probably in binary and then it <laughs> yeah. would spit it back out to you on a little spool you guys remember like the original uh the original uh charlie and the chocolate factory mm-hmm. um there where there's like one of the guys is like it's like i've i've developed a computer to uh you know find the the next one he's yeah, the things in it, and it's like rips off the little pieces of like dot matrix paper and it yeah. basically tells him to go fuck himself <laughs> yeah. uh, uh so yeah that's basically what that shit would be doing but in in old-timey dungeon speak that's there's a uh, I always reference programming humor. One of my favorite uh, uh, Reddits. 
Uh, there was a meme where it was like programming in the old days and it was like the, the Chad dog. It was like, I wrote like manually like dot matrix coding for punch card reading on a four chan, uh, four tram, uh, like interfacing system. And it's like, then like the, the, like the sad dog on the side, it's like modern programmers. It's like my keyboard has too much latency to my monitor. (laughs) (laughs) So, Back to Rockstar. What do we think are, is going to be the actual ramifications from this? Because like we've we've seen a bunch of uh, a bunch of talk. Like um, Bloomberg's Jason Schreier was probably like one of the most uh, vocal. He confirmed about it. it. He was yeah, the he, original confirmation. Yeah, that came like, out first. Yeah, it was like following him live. Like he was, uh, you know, talking about it and like mentioning how like you know this is going to be like, you know, uh, you know, disaster. This is a disaster for Rockstar. It's like the largest uh, leaks in gaming Reach. history, which you can't, yeah, you, you can't deny with that. Um, but like then he, then he also talked about it in his own podcast. Um, yeah, that uh, he, he woke up at two thirty in the morning because he's got a newborn. He's got all of these like notifications already of like, hey, like what's going on? Like, do you see this? Uh, but yeah, so he said that like you know one of the possibilities is that due to the nature of the breach, it could jeopardize their their work from home policy, which would signal a major blow to like Rockstar's widely touted reforms to their stressful development process. You know, which we also talked about on a recent episode. Um, yeah. Because like, of the use the of ru- Slack. Yeah, the rumor is that somewhat is that somebody like was compromised compromised to a permanent end through Slack. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I think obviously that'll suck if they do that, but large scale impact is going to be minimal. This is marketing, like I, I free to them. I don't, I don't think it, they no can somehow not use, buy the game. Marketing no one, money to push <laughs> the fact that this is good. Be like, we're like doing this for security so that GTA can be the best game we can give you. Yeah, like it, when we were like talking about it in the group chat. Uh, you know when this was all like happening in real time if like if it was through slack i mean andrew you brought it up the point the the point it's like you use slack in office and i don't necessarily know what would how it would be any different like how you still got to log in you could still potentially be fished you know i mean just an excuse to you know micromanage people more by getting them under your fucking fingertips it's maybe it's maybe it's like oh like like yeah they go slack is an, is the issue not necessarily work from home but like they could maybe be like oh we need to implement like new technical uh you go to know, microsoft uh, teams yeah things. exactly that's what i was about to say change to teams or yeah make them make them put in another rsa code it's like yeah we need to implement some t- type of new technical infrastructure that for some reason that they can can come up with, you know, is easier done uh, in office yeah. versus at exactly. home, which I think is bullshit. And I don't necessarily know that they would. I kind of doubt that it's going to have that that effect because that has been such a marketing boon for Rockstar in terms of actually the actual media coverage they're getting is the which is you know the only people who actually care about about you know the what the work life culture is you know it's it's media sickos like us and you know, say the, the few like leftist gamers also us who actually care about those things you know the large consuming base that's right we're the only ones yeah, they don't care at all <laughs> of course absolutely uh we're the only leftist gaming podcast folks um <laughs> but it's you know like 
it's uh it's i i don't see I, them ba- you know backing off that anytime soon though. yeah i i i really think this is going to end up maybe it will slow production slightly but i i i don't think it's going to negatively impact rockstar oh, no press ever negatively impacts a corporation like that you know what i mean like and especially especially when again like this is a supposedly pretty early development game at the moment and fucking look good like we said earlier like there's it just to an extent looks better than saints row already and so matt do you know um, was was I, this an in-house engine or uh like in-house. unreal okay it's not unreal so that's yeah, a, rockstar I, uses their own engine. yeah because an in, in, in-house engine that looked that good is definitely really impressive because we all know unreal looks great just don't look too closely at the foliage people it's like the one knock on Unreal Five is like it has trouble with like small leaves. Apparently, huh, interesting. It's like I'm like if you're zooming in to the like the background leaves yeah. on a bush. <laughs> you're a Matt, sicko. can you confirm though about the the state of the uh, source code in the leak? That's the one the one big thing I saw that Dog, could hamper <laughs> that could, that could I hamper. fucking love. I fucking love. Oh, I have the fucking source code, people. Like you gotta you gotta ante up. It's like okay. Do you know how source code works? If you don't have all of the assets required to run it, you basically just have numbers. You have numbers that just mean nothing to anything else in this world because they, they're calling to assets that you don't have asset uh, like access to. Like there's, it's just such a funny thing. Like that's yeah. I, I didn't like, re- it's one of the many rumors about why final fantasy eight never got remastered for the longest time. It was like, oh, Square Enix lost the source code. Okay, like, right, right, right. What does that mean? <laughs> I, I saw a lost headline. This. I didn't actually read the article, but it was basically saying, like, do you actually have to deal with like ransomware things? Does does that shit actually ever work? And that seems like a fair answer. Uh, it's but yeah, basically call their bluff. But I mean, as the statement they make kind of uh, puts forward that they at least are saying in their marketing speak that uh it won't have any you know tangible impact on the development process in terms of they're not going to have to redo or re uh i mean i think the important one is noticing is noting that how they said it's not going to affect their on their live games because people are saying like oh like that leaves them online baby like that leaves them you know vulnerable to cyber attack because they have the source code it's just like I'm I'm ignorant when it comes to that kind of stuff. So it's honestly, in no. I mean, if, if if you can figure out <laughs> if you can figure out from the incoherent sheet of numbers that a source code essentially is without all of the proper things to you know generate off of it, figure out a way to intrude into the the net code of that specific type of game. Like, good for you. Mm-hmm. Like, you deserve to get in. Like, have fun. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, it's going to be interesting. We'll, we'll keep uh, keep our eyes and ears open for for what happens for this. I mean, again, don't expect this game for like another fucking decade. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but that's like the crazy thing. I to loved me. all the people who are like, it looks bad. I was like, yeah, dude, it looks like development footage. Like, yeah. what the fuck do you? Mean? And what's crazy to me about this is like, it's not like a um, a new IP got leaked that is like you know. Uh, behind we're keeping the, the story under you know we're trying to keep yeah. the story you, you under say, wraps and all that fucking yeah. gta say new ip but like gta is the highest selling individual game well, i mean that's what i mean though like 
no matter what, people are going to buy it, whether it's leaked or not. And you know what you're getting. Yes. And you know what you're getting yeah, with it. Exactly. And the game was announced. Yeah. yeah. And I'm the getting game was garbage and from Wokestar. And it's been how many years <laughs> since GTA 5? Like, you know, it's not like something like consoles. Forspoken, you know, got released like really early on that like ruined their marketing rollout. Like, it doesn't, your GTA marketing rollout doesn't matter because it's fucking GTA, you know? I mean, I would argue that no one can ruin Square Enix's marketing rollout because yeah. they're very good. I mean, well, that, that was just yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, <laughs> that was the only <laughs> new that's IP. That's a good I point, though. That uh, that you know, the GTA marketing uh, position has got to be one of the most make work jobs ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure, so that's just, just an email clock job. Clock in, yeah, yeah. So this this was obviously the major leak that everyone's talking about. The it really kind of got uh, swept up in it. That in, it shook the gaming world to its core for like six hours. I haven't. I heard. woke up and like scrolled over onto Reddit with my like sleepy crusted eyes, <laughs> and like opened it up. And it was like it was the first like six articles that I scrolled through. It was just like leak, leak, leak. GTA leak six footage. GTA six character has a dumpy, both of them. <laughs> uh, but nobody's really talked about it at all. Like I only, I only found like a couple articles about the, the Diablo four leak about 45 minutes of gameplay footage. What's believed yep. to be from a friends and family play test. Uh, you know, which, which is for those who don't know, many developers get to bring, uh, friends and family in for testing before they, you know, start the alphas or betas or whatever, uh, getting the public interest. And these, these, these still, uh, no, we're all sigmas here. <laughs> uh, we typically operate, you know, these typically operate under strict NDAs. Um, this one though has been has been gone enough under the radar that Blizzard hasn't had to confirm anything you- about it. You mentioned Willy Wonka earlier. I'm just picturing a shady man with a, a fedora hat standing outside offering people money to bring back footage of the uh, the Diablo 4 test. What the fuck was that that guy's name again? It's it's like in the back of my head. Uh, it's something funny. It was something. And, pro- and probably, very... probably anti-Semitic. Yes. For sure. I, yeah. Without a doubt. I don't even know what the, like, the Google search would be for that because nope. I feel like it would put me on a list potentially. <laughs> Villain. Slugworth, Arthur Slugworth. Yeah. Oh no. Very anti-Semitic. But yeah, again, this is a similar one. It's like it's fucking uh, Diablo. You know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. You know, like yes. They haven't fundamentally changed Diablo <laughs> yeah. since. The only uh, thing that's like that's like that's could be news is again. It's like how are they going to monetize this into the ground? That's <laughs> that's like the real. We, we've heard, we've seen you, we've heard you, and Diablo Immortal is making buckets of money. So let me tell you, Diablo Four, Four Mortal, maybe. Man, I like I, at one point before like, I really uh, looked a lot into it. Everyone's like, "Oh, Diablo is like you know one of the goaded you know dungeon crawler uh, genres. You know, I should really look into it and all that." And I just like look at the gameplay, and I just could not be any more any less interested in it. I always it, that is the fact that, that is definitely it's called an action RPG, but that yeah. is absolutely a lean back game for sure. Uh, I remember seeing commercials for it uh, when we were younger, like high school time for I think it was the Diablo three uh, necromancer of fear yeah, or something. Sure, yeah, okay. And it was like this really cool like CG trailer of some like, yeah, the trailers are sick. They are yeah, like scythe wielding demon and like no gameplay whatsoever in the trailer 
So then you go to like the store and you see it on the shelf. You're like, oh, that'd be pretty cool. And then you like flip the game over and you look at the back and you see the actual gameplay. And you're like, you've lied to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, how, how could you have done this? I rented I rented a Diablo game from a red box in college once and I played about 10 minutes of it because I got to the combat and then I was like, oh, fun with us. This is this is boring. <laughs> That is absolutely a lean back game where you play it like you're listening to a podcast. You're you're you should be doing actual. You're, you're work playing that. You're, you're just, watching you're a show clicking. while listening to a podcast because you're reading the <laughs> subtitles on the show while listening to the podcast while clicking on the background. Yeah, real neurodivergent hours right there. <laughs> Couldn't be. Uh, all right, so let's move on from that one. Um, this is less less about the leak per se but about the leaker this did get more news this coverage. is hilarious um and like so the assassin's creed leaker accidentally reveals himself by doing the unforgivable twitter sin of replying to his alt account from from maine uh revealing identity like that's that's fucking mm. uh rookie moves right there um you always got to keep those those accounts separate folks um but yes yeah, so yeah. this was Even australian Kevin Durant U- does better with his burners <laughs> <laughs> uh australian youtuber dan allen a pretty successful youtuber with like 200k subs um had posted under the alias the real insider and so this account like uh, i forgot that was the it, name. It, it you know soared to fame because it confirmed uh various details about the the, the assassin's creed games from the recent ubisoft forward um, most notably, I'm I'm like 99% sure they're the one who confirmed the the, the Assassin's Creed Mirage mm-hmm. title. Yes. The ones that were the they was again, also the was yeah no he had all of them he had all the code names but like the I just remember it was the uh, you know Ubisoft had to before you know again very sad before uh, very sad. before be like yes. It's like yes, this is this is true. This is so you know glaring, <laughs> and you know he. They even have the artwork and all that. We can't deny that because you know then when we do announce, people are gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Uh, so yeah, they had to like yeah the week before they had to do it. So yeah, so this guy had been pre pre briefed by Ubisoft. You know he was like a you know a content partner with Ubisoft. Uh, had gotten all the contents of the the forward presentation under embargo which always entails an NDA non-disclosure um, agreements. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, this guy did the, the Twitter no, no posted, uh, you know, uh, so somebody replied to the burner, the alt account. And he replies to that with his main account and, you know, then, then immediately deletes it, you know, and then like deletes the account, but you know, the internet is forever. Everybody notices. Um, but then, you know, I love when he, people he, think that deleting things makes it go away on the internet. That's so cute. I mean, he, the 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 reaction that reaction was like so momentary because it was basically it's like he did that, tried to hide for a, probably less than a day, and had to come out with a weepy apology on his YouTube channel, <laughs> you know, owning up to it. He, um, he tried to please come as a don't goat. take all my money. Yeah. No, he's basically he's basically like, yeah, I've lost everything. Like, <laughs> I've, I've lost. I've not only have I lost industry friends and connections, but I've actually lost personal friends over this. Hilarious! <laughs> I didn't know that. Laughing. That's fantastic. <laughs> but I think the, the funniest yeah. thing I've heard was like he got in like a spat with like Jason Schreier over the leaks because like I guess he like he proved something Jason said wrong, and he was like, I see, like don't come at the king, like I got you. 
And then when his like YouTube channel got like accidentally like le- linked to it because he's an idiot, yeah. Jason Schreier was like, yeah, you know, like I like, like sat down and like talked to him for a little bit. And it was like, was he just like giving him a Brooklyn threat, like threat down? Like yeah. you, you don't come for the King unless you're ready to. Yeah, you better not miss. Uh, so uh, the last, the last bit though is Ubisoft has responded not directly and doesn't necessarily name, name this guy. But they said we regularly provide access and information to our gamer to of our games under NDA to trusted partners. Uh, when that trust is compromised or information is leaked by an individual, it's not only damaging and demoralizing to our teams, but it takes away from an exciting reveal moment and experience for our players. Well, we won't speak on an individual case. We do take these matters seriously and will manage accordingly. Again, we we should also you know we have no uh, you know we care not, you know, say for the loss uh, that, you know, say Ubisoft finds from this. Sure. Again, I mean, yeah, maybe at most it's like the demoralizing factor for the teams that worked on it, but let's be honest, let's be real for say this one in particular, those who were demoralized were the fucking marketing team, mm-hmm. you know, that's like, you know, Oh my God, they stole our you thunder. So you much know, work like, into our marketing. We yeah, sent so uh, many emails. Yeah. But, but you know, the, the developers, you know, are, are, can still be proud of their work. You know, it's not going to affect people playing or seeing their stuff um but i will say if the fucking movement is in this game is as glitchy as fucking valhalla and like the worst movement of all the assassins and if you're saying that the the most forgiving of the assassin's creed franchise of us that's says a lot yeah uh but yeah i think this guy is going to need to fucking lawyer up or in his case solicitor up because he's i know a lawyer because he's australian australian yeah, Mike, you're gonna defend this guy? Nah, he's <laughs> not even a lawyer yet, so <laughs> can't be uh, pretending to yeah. be one. Uh, I mean, I think this guy is. Yeah, probably the 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 French are coming for him, folks. Oh, for sure. They already <laughs> think he's a criminal because he lives in Australia. <laughs> the French send criminals there? No, the UK. I thought they banished them to like a specific island. What was the one? What was the one where uh, Napoleon was from? That Corsica had a lot, yeah. Or Sardinia? I think he might have been Corsica. They do that a lot. Um, Exile. So, uh, yeah. So that's that's like our uh, that's that's our our large publisher news for today. That's the uh, leaks and geeks, baby. Absolutely. the 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 latest thing that has gotten. The indie scene up in a up in huff is a a new publisher emerges from the from the ether, uh, massively popular uh, gaming YouTuber Video Game Donkey has announced Big Mode, a new indie indie publisher run by himself and his wife Leah. Um, oh, I didn't know he was know, a sex haver. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, apparently, no, he says wife. He doesn't say he has kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> In this economy, huh? in this, uh, this child is a publishing company. The uh, yeah, so obviously, like you know, he's got his army of of loyal fans that are out there, and they're all positive on this. But many indie devs are skeptical, and I think this is a interesting conversation to have because um, there's, I think there are interesting points. Uh, to be had on both sides but like i kind of feel like i know where i come down on it but it's uh i'm i'm willing to be persuaded but uh i mean i'll say i'll say first off 
it's it's always a good thing when you have somebody with you know the money to you know support indie devs sure that's great um but it's more about can they actually uh fulfill the the promise you know we because you don't indie devs are you know even more um areas well yeah in yeah even more precarious situation or even more vulnerable obviously to you know having their work you know be exploited and to not see profit from it and just have to like you know uh you know shove it onto game pass for for and, and lose money from it like that's part of the pitch that he does that i don't like where he's like you know like show us your game but like we'll give you feedback to like like help make it like a better game, you know, because I've been doing this for so long. And it's kind and, of, and let's, like, and let's be clear what he's been doing is playing video games. And that's what, that's what every that's what everyone is, uh, is, uh, is pointing out is that the, the playing video games does not translate to making video games. And my, my look at it is like his, his reviews of games are very, uh, subje- uh subjective. Mm-hmm. Yes. and it's one of those like you can't help that because it's a subjective review uh but there are people who are looking at it and they're talking about how like he doesn't like turn-based games so if you like make a turn-based game you probably shouldn't go to him because he's probably going to tell you to change the game and stuff like that like there's going to be uh, parts of genres that he's not going to is he going to be able to help those devs without trying to take away too much of their autonomy because he claims he's like I know I know what always works and what what always doesn't, and it's like that. I think that has definitely been borne out. I think he does have a pretty decent critical eye most of the time, but he, he like anybody has their genres and their aspects that they don't like. But so he mean. he has he has uh, besmirched the Xenoblade fandom. He's blacklisted on Xenoblade. He's very anti JRPG, and it's like that is a huge fucking market, you know. Like, so you can't, like, I, I kind of call bullshit on that bit that it's like, that, yeah, that's a, he knows all just because he's played video games for so long. Um, but yeah, you had plenty of, like, indie devs coming out and saying, like, yeah, like, we got somebody here, uh, Chris Schilling on Twitter, um, says, like, yeah, despite the fact that you played lots of video games is your relevant experience, hell, maybe I should start my own indie publisher if that's all you need. Um so yeah, someone's saying, lol, donkey starting a publishing company with the ethos. I've played so many games. I know what makes them good and bad, so I'll only publish good ones. About to learn some <laughs> stuff the hard way, um, <laughs> says, says Dave Makes on Twitter. When when I saw the Chris Schilling tweet that you uh, included, I initially read Kurt Schilling. Yeah. Like, well, that, <laughs> Kurt, that's Kurt Schilling, kind of funny because you don't either. <laughs> weird story. Yeah, see, Kurt Schilling did try to get into game development. And, and failed uh, and failed miserably to the point where he almost bankrupt the state of Rhode Island. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. What's it's the name hilarious. of the game? What was the name of the game? I saw uh, a video on it, but I forget. I would say Kurt Schilling. Kurt I don't even Schilling. think it ever got released. No, it didn't. I don't think it. I don't know if it did either. So it was 38 Studios was the name. Uh, did it ever release a game? I don't believe so. No, I don't think so. What made him think? Oh no, it released one. Kingdoms of Amalur. Oh yes, Kingdoms of Amalur, which uh, bombed on initial release and then was remastered like six years later. And then people like took the remaster, like, "Hey, this is actually like a hidden gem, like not that bad." Yeah, no, it's like no people. No people were saying that it was pretty good, but it was just absolutely mismanaged, like just completely like you know bag fumbled. 
um, but like actually had a pretty good. Did that release alongside Skyrim? There's a fantasy game that released alongside Skyrim that got forgotten to the ether. Maybe. Uh, no, it was Kingdom Come Deliverance. Similar ooh. name. <laughs> uh, so we got we got another one. So this was uh, this is Danny O'Dwyer from uh, the really good documentary video game documentary channel No Clip. Um, you know, he says that uh, we got to drop the naive shtick that having opinions on games is a qualification for understanding just about anything about development. And I think these are all valid arguments. Um, they are, however, kind of pretty well countered by uh, the, you know, based and goaded games journalist Jason Schreier. Uh, we should note this is now a James Schreier appreciation podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he like had some really good tweets that like, counter this in some way but i think are still somewhat lacking but obviously he's tweeting tongue-in-cheek we should become jason trier reply guys yeah uh can't believe can't believe donkey started a video game publisher with no experience instead of taking the normal approach getting a harvard mba working at mckinsey for five years and then failing upward between c-suites for the rest of your life true it's fucked up donkey you gotta go the traditional route I think no I, shortcuts. Yeah. So again, obviously that again, obviously he's memeing there, but it's yes. like uh, neither of those are good, right? You yes. know, and particularly again for indie things, you want people who have experience because then somebody down here uh, makes I think probably the really the best point. Um, say good publishing is a relatively complex organization: selection, branding, marketing, production support, platform contacts, localization connections, QA connections, release management, and to take prefer- pressure off the dev. All those need to fire correctly at the same time. This is uh, Rami Ismail, uh, developer for Blombeer. Um, and he's and he says, uh, actually, they say, I don't know their their gender, that I, I played lots of, yeah, like the, say, from someone who's saying uh, that their publishing qualification, qualifications are, I played lots of games uh, to any, you know, indie, indie devs who are considering taking uh, take, you know, or going this route with big mode. It says, make sure your upfront is 130% of a well-paid, comfortable budget. Yeah. Secure your bag and uh, yeah, go for it. If he's got money to throw around, absolutely. But make sure you're protecting yourself. The other one, the other major thing that like, you know, that struck me as really odd in, in his game is like, he's like, you know, again, citing his credentials in the, in the indie sphere. Like basically it's like, it, it sounded oh God, as the if, games he listed. <laughs> it sounded as if. He was taking credit for the success of probably the most uh, successful indie games of the last half decade. So he, he names <laughs> Hollow Knight, he names Hollow Knight mm-hmm. Hades, yeah. uh, uh, Enter the Gungeon. Um, what was another really good one? Um, he had Shovel Knight on there, too. Yeah. Um, so the one that you actually do have to get at least then give him credit for it, because this comes from the one of the programmers was uh, Celeste. Um, so Noel Barry, a programmer for Celeste, was very supportive of this. He says, um, I think Donkey, uh, I genuinely think Donkey has a good eye for fun design. And if he wants to throw money at any indie devs, why not? Sure, they might hit some hard realities of making games, but like that's how you learn. I can't speak for the other games he mentions in this video, but he also found Celeste way before it came out, followed it for a year, and made a day one video on it because he liked our demo. I don't think it was weird for him to use it as an example. So he gets the pass on Celeste, but it's like 
all these other ones are like literally like the like say game Hades was a year. fucking game of the yeah. year. It's like you Donkey, you did not, you know, find Hades, you know. Great so like Hades that one was a little success. yeah, that was a little fucking weird. Um I still even like hold a little bit of like grain of salt with the Celeste thing because like Celeste still was incredibly popular, even with just other people like getting their hands on the game because it uh like the genre that it brought back of the uh tight platformer like a super meat boy i mean sure he has an enormous platform bringing like seven million eyes to it that's like his most recent subscriber count you know uh is not nothing you know but uh you know i I mean again so i like come down on it it's just like yeah if you want i view that more as like he has an eye like that he liked that type of game and he found it uh early but just because he liked it not because yeah so we're yeah. What do you guys what do you guys think though about, about big mode? I mean, like I think you know, cool logo, pouring money. Yeah, I like into... Well, that's a, that's the joke. That's the joke though, isn't it? Because he's like he's had in recent videos just that he's like, it was like the year of the frog game, the indie frog game, and now his logo is a frog. Mm-hmm. But sorry, Matt or Mike, I cut you off. Um, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, if he, I mean, he's I throwing just... money at indie studios. I mean, that's cool. I, you know, it's better than just another big corporate. Better than him holding on to the money. Yeah. yeah, it's better yeah. than him holding on to the money or, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, letting... I'd letting prefer if he invested in all in crypto. <laughs> <laughs> NFT or an NFT is, company. Yeah. Sell me NFT that, Big Yoshi. That would be a real contribution. Yeah, exactly. It's fucked up. Wasting it on poor devs. Yeah, I mean, as long as, he, you know, he says they're going to give devs good deals, as long as he does, like whatever let's see how it goes i'm not gonna say is this the donkey deals arc but there's worse there's worse out there (laughs) agreed speaking of of uh you know the worst that out there the the internet has to offer (laughs) Mm -hmm. um we we move over to more of uh you know mike's at least area of interest if not expertise um there has been news and drama galore coming out of out of uh our favorite online streaming platform twitch um there is you know been an absolute like you know dearth of these truly toxic and uh dangerous and uh, uh damaging street uh major streamers doing these gambling streams like sponsored gambling the gamba meta well i mean and that's not even solely why uh fucking twitch has been imploding this past week um so like yeah there's the gambling meta but the reason Dude, that, what happened that, was that, that was it gambling was triggered xqc and then xqc yeah. went into withdrawals and started just triggering everything else well, i mean, so, so I mean yes, part he, of he was turning the nuclear keys it's like it's like I, I tweeted it's like it started from a real issue and then shit has exploded because these are all literal, like, well, yeah, you know, but, high schoolers with millions of dollars at their disposal. So the, like, so it's just, you know, the drama, you know, it's just, it's so fucking so but Sorry. Yeah, the ahead. gambling meta has been, you know, or like the issue with it has been at least like a year. Um, yeah. Oh, no, it's almost standing. exactly a year that uh, Hassan and Ethan Klein um, confronted Trainwrecks and XQC um, and you know, ended up birthing the leftovers podcast. Um, but what like really brought it back was 
I can't remember the streamer's name, but a streamer that does not do gambling streams uh, got like, you know, uh, information came out that he had been taking money from his fans and, you know, asking money from other streamers to feed his gambling addiction. Isn't it like the it's liker or something? Yes, is yes, the, something like that. Yeah, or slicker, 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 and something? so yeah. like minimum of three hundred thousand dollars that he is like, you know, asked from friends, from fans, you know, citing various, uh, you know, trouble, you know, money troubles, whatever, but just fueling his gambling addiction. So like, agent behavior, yeah, and and like came out of like a you know that's like a mental health crisis. That's a, an addiction crisis. Um, well, that's the whole that's the whole that's the whole you know reason people are you know say from the left are critiquing the gambling thing is because gambling is a serious exactly. issue so it like it came like, out of probably like, one of the most corrosive you know i wish they would do it with there. sports gambling too that's so, the other one that yeah well so off. so it came out of like um you know look at what is happening to this person type thing and then like as you said it, it's fueled you know xqc getting you know pissed off and you know it just being like you know i'm the center of attention you know I am the main character. This is me. also on top of you <laughs> he know, is the top streamer on the well, and and he and his girlfriend just had like a public breakup. So there was that on top of it. So there's like all these things going boom, 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 boom. So then on top of that, um, uh, when the gambling shit was you know popping off again, Trainwreck tweeted at Miskiff something about him covering up sexual assault. So that it was more it was it was more like uh so like train wrecks was like responding to somebody about you know how like they're coming for us blah 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 and you know like for you know calling us scammers and then miskiff tweeted like you know you know if scamming you know is uh you know is is grounds for you know banning then we should ban you because he was doing he scammed people for some like crypto yeah, yeah crypto coin thing and so then train wrecks responded like yeah that called him out for co- him and his and and miss gives former girlfriend maya also another popular streamer for working to cover up sexual assault and so let's remember that miss Th- this, this uh, is also the theoretical nuke that xqc was threatening him with when they were t- uh making fun of him arguing with him about uh, canceling that event that he was supposed to go oh, to. yes which yeah sh- he didn't show up to shit camp which was like another thing so you know it is you know, largely revolving to, around, to sit at home and gamble yeah. was the funny part that I thought about that. You know, all revolving around XQC being a, a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, so that popped off. Oh, and then <laughs> this is just a separate one that I think is hilarious. Uh, former Hasanabi viewer turned chess grandmaster got accused of cheating oh, by putting yeah. a, a butt plug. <laughs> In his ass, that was you know like giving him the moves or whatever. Yeah, vi- like, like yeah based on vibrations. Yeah, yeah like the, was, I, was, I love the memes of like if you can explain to me how a vibrating butt plug can help you yeah. cheat at chess. Like I will. <laughs> yeah. So like you know, and uh, th- so that popped off, uh, and it's Man. just been like a whirlwind of just nonsense uh, on the stream. And, and you know, Ben, like y- you described it perfectly. It's just. And Matt said it as well. Like it's just high school, you know, people peaked in high school fighting over high school type shit that like is, you know, the the drama is high school like, but the real like imp- the implications of the drama are real. Are real. Like sexual yeah, assault, absolutely. gambling addictions, you know, 13 year olds becoming addicted to gambling. I think one of the most disgusting things that's it. come out of this for me is just like the idea that people held on to this information as like a weapon to use against someone. 
Well, it had come out, out with it when you know about but, it. But it had come out a year ago or like over a year ago. And what had happened supposedly is like Miskiff and Maya approached the girl and were like kind of coached her through like a going public, but in it, like didn't, uh, you know, they may have may not have like swayed her against saying it was sexual harassment or not. Uh, or sexual yeah, but I'm just more bringing up the fact that there are people who've used this, oh. like held on to this knowledge over a length of time to this point who are using it now as a weapon versus, yeah. you know, bringing it forward the second they found out about it. Like that, that's yeah. the type of weaponizing yeah, of, high school uh, petty bullshit. Yeah. So Twitch has, has recently banned most gambling. They're definitely still keeping uh, uh, sports. Well, gambling. they, yeah, well, as, Amazon as needs thing. that their stay night football deal to keep yeah. keep going, so yeah. they're not going to get rid it, of sports gambling. It was yeah, really if you've watched any modern it's, sport, like the, it's fully ingrained in the. In, yeah. say, in, if you watch any modern sport, sports. you will be bombarded with sports gambling ads during so every ad. fan FanDuel. You know, is a FanDuel sponsor. Sponsor. Um, when you watch NBA games, you get over unders constantly. I'm like, bet now. <laughs> I'm like, is this player at halftime going to have like li- literal live betting? So it's this. This says they are uh, banning gambling sites that include slots, roulette, or dice games that aren't licensed either in the U.S. or other jurisdictions. Oh, that I didn't know that. Consumer protection. That's hilarious. That's fantastic. So they didn't do anything. I, I didn't read enough into like what they actually did. They barely banned anything. I also you think know, it's, it's hilarious. I think like if you're, if you're gambling real streams, money, but like, well, yeah, because like everything. the the actual stream stuff was like crypto backed fucking like uh, casinos in Sp- like. Well, you're you're sponsored to go gamble to show people how fun gambling is and how much money you can make, but not show them the fact that it's not your money that you're. Using. Well, yeah, I mean that that's a separate issue from the fact that like you know what Twitch is now banning is specifically those like crypto backed. Like offshored in like a yeah. fake.com, oh, oh, rollbit.com, yeah. dualbits.com, rubet.com. <laughs> if, you, if you're gambling digital slot machines with real money, you're an absolute sucker. Like, you, like, that is like you're already playing the, the game that is rigged for certain percentages to like pay out at casinos, but now you're playing it on an algorithm. Like, again, they're, they're, they're maybe suckers, but they're largely very sick people. Yeah. Um, but you know, so then, so then, you know, riding this upswing in approval because, you know, all the people were, you know, like major, uh, content creators, like, uh, you know, like Hassan and, and Pokimane were like, you know, they were going to boycott and, you know, strike on Twitch if they don't gamble it. And so then there's like, you know, riding this upswing of approval after they ban these types of gambling things, uh, Twitch has then, you know, just, you know, snuck in this change to their partner profit sharing, um, eliminating the 70 30 split of profit. Like yeah, that's so. This was something that some of its top earners had seen in previous contracts, and they're just now going to the, you know, a blanket 50 50 split. And so I just Amazing. think of it and like their reasoning, that they're just like, you know, ooh, ooh, we, a billion dollar company owned by a trillion dollar company. Yeah, so it's a, a small bean who is struggling yeah. in these hard times, just like you. It's yeah. 70, 30, up to 100K, and everything over 100K is down to 50. 50. Which they've been uh, signaling that they were going to make that change for a long time. That was like, and, you know, one, I think, like, Pokimane not going to YouTube kind of stalled that because there was uh, a chance that she went. Um, but, like, you know, one of the reasons that Ludwig went was because they weren't going to give him a good contract. 
um, and YouTube was going to pay out. And, and, you know, all of these streamers and, you know, even this is kind of coming on the back of that big boon of Twitch trying to compete with Mixer um, and, and, you know, all of those contracts that, you know, there was like two cycles of contracts. Yeah. And they had two cycles of contracts that they were paying out, you know, doing a lot of the 70, 30 splits. I think even some of the teams have a, um, uh, a 70, 10, 20, where 70 to the, um, the individual 10 to the team, 20 to Twitch. So I wonder how those contracts are now going to be um, split up or if they're going to do, you know, make any changes there or give anything to the team. Um, or if that's just going to come out of the creator's cut. There may have been something about esports in here. It's a very lengthy thing that I do. You just triggered a core memory of Mixer for me, Mike, Mm -hmm. when I was on Xbox and they were pushing it with like so many like hello fellow kids ads (laughs) where it would show like, like Ninja gaming on his Xbox. Yeah. It's like, you could be like Ninja stream your gaming on Ninja or like Mixer with Ninja. It's like, no, like, please stop. Take this off my my front page, Xbox, please. Ninja's uh, like happy face over the amount of money that he's being paid for this ad. Terrifying. Uh, but so yeah, what do we, what do we think this potentially means for small creators? I mean, nothing. They weren't getting much money, They weren't really. getting that seventy yeah, thirty split anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. none yeah. of them had that, so it doesn't matter. But I mean, I'm I mean more like say this implosion to the platform oh. that you were referencing as well. I honestly don't know. I don't know if the drama is going to, you know, sour people with some of the bigger streamers and they may seek out smaller. They, do they leave the platform or do they fly to different channels? That's yeah, the exactly. Or do they just like some of the juicers because they're fucking 13 years old have just doubled down and they're like, I love my XQC. I love my juicer. He can do no wrong. Yeah, no, his 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 stream numbers are as high as ever. Yeah, he wasn't gambling and was back up from like, you know. I mean, it's minuscule in his terms, but from like 60, 65 K to over 80 K, yeah. you know? So it's no, I, I think no, the, no, imp, no impact to him. Yes. Whatsoever. Especially because of you, you look at what the demographic is. It's like younger boys that are, you know, uh, Andrew Tate. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like Andrew Tate <laughs> light at this point, you know, without like the, the rampant and like, uh, you know, clear cut yeah. misogyny, it's, you yeah. know, it's more hidden. Uh, what we we just like we talked about it like has Mizkiv take to, taken a hit from this at all? Um, I don't he think so. Out of OTK or whatever that is. He's, I mean, he he's on like a he's on a he's on like leave yeah. while they do an investigation. He's an owner. Yeah, he's a founder and owner. Yeah. Um. Which oh my god, remember? I, I appreciate they're, the they're, fact they're that most of these names just are all just like a Jello to me that just like yeah. goes right over my head. They're all just like made up words. But maybe you'll remember the, because we probably watched on stream once the OTK E3 stream thing that they did where Miskiff was the one who's like, I love platformers. I've played platformers for over a year. That was him. And he could only name one platform. It wasn't even a platformer. Yeah. Uh, I forget what it was like. Some probably like some like Roblox pipe game. Roblox. Uh, I play uh, Minecraft, my favorite platformer. Yeah, that was that was Mizkiff. That was him. So you know you know who it is, but just from that, uh, people should look up that clip. It's very funny. Um, 
yeah we don't need to like spend more time on the drama because again i just like thought like it was just interesting to see like you know what potential what this potentially means for the platform as a whole is twitch done uh you know nope. i don't which is really... dead folks bury it no i don't think that'll ever really happen but i just it like could. it's i mean if it's they... so annoying it's so annoying though just to see like, again just like even like you know say uh you know because i mean tw- how twitch operates is like you you as a viewer have like your one streamer yep and again to see them like you know who you would thought were ostensibly serious people uh you know again get pulled into this high school crap is uh is so ridiculous and just makes me it makes me so disinterested in yeah i mean i'm assuming any content i would be interested in seeing if like the older demographic on twitch drops off um but like the younger demographic that really like matters to their numbers and to they're thriving. Yeah, they're thriving. Exactly. Off this shit. So they probably like drew people in because they're in high yeah. school. Well, and 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 I bet you there's a good amount of like Andrew Tate stragglers that are like looking for someone to fucking you know uh, become their daddy, and they have some opportunities here now. So there's an interesting uh, to bring it back to Reddit as I always do. Yeah, uh, an interesting case study on the demographic of uh, two popular sports subs, r slash NBA and r slash NFL. Um, as you would know, the NFL pulls ridiculous viewership in the U.S. Still, you know, constantly the top streaming sport uh, by viewer totals for big games. Uh, Super Bowl is a whole thing. Um, but the NBA, even though it has less viewership, has a significantly larger uh, sub count for the subreddit. Lot, a lot more people and a lot of people describe it because the nba has a lot more like younger year-round like nitty-gritty drama mm. and when they do the demographic spread of the people on the subreddit the the age gap of 21 to 13 is like such a large chunk of the nba subreddit compared to when they do the nfl one where the chunk is much uh bigger with 30 to 50 I'm imagining so, a 50 year old redditor, and my mind is just oh, they're they're out making there a, making a wonderful yeah. picture. <laughs> He's got a very long uh, um, soul patch, <laughs> a, a flavor longest. saver, flavor saver. All that to say that it does appear that younger uh, demographics seem to gravitate more towards the uh, drama. theoretical drama. Mm-hmm. Makes sense because they are undeveloped brains. <laughs> uh, all right, folks. Uh, that was a good That's one. That's what we're going to end on, folks. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, if we have any any younger listeners out there, go develop your brain some more, then come back. Go, uh, go we, finish a, a Rubik's Cube. Uh, we will uh, you know, say we, we'd love to see you on, on Twitch uh, ourselves, you know, as you know, we, we criticize the platform. We got to plug our own, our own Twitch channel, but yeah, knows, but we don't, we'll, we don't do the drama. Yeah. Uh, no, we just play, we just play games. We just play video games. Jokes. Talk uh, about video games. Come, uh, yeah. Come join us. Who knows? Maybe we'll start streaming on YouTube. Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, you can follow our YouTube as well. Just campaign comrades, but the Twitch is at campaign underscore comrades. Say streaming uh, on YouTube streamlines the uploading process. Yes, yes. If if you if you like the podcast, be sure to check out our 
our Tuesday night uh, news live streams where we talk about all the stuff that gets cut from the podcast. Um, uh, but yeah, then we have our, our weekly weekly streams, uh, individual. Uh, so yeah, come check us out. We'd love to see you. would love to hear from you. Uh, give us a like and a follow if you want to give us a review here on the pod. Always appreciate it. Does 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 us a world Five of stars good. only. Yeah, only only good reviews as always. Yeah, and you better uh, only until- give me good reviews if you check out my TCG player store. I have my gaming. Right, I'll get you in the blood. Two out of five mid. All right, we uh, we love you very much. We will we will see you soon. Bye bye.